This is a new sound improved recording of Two Monologues and a New Perspective with Ishmael Kargu. One day, towards the end of November, a glimpse of the sun, rare at this time of the year, drew me away from my writing desk, out into the daylight. Close to midday, the sun was still low in the sky, and I squinted as I walked southwards along the oak-lined road that leads towards the city. When I felt I'd walked for long enough, I turned around and retraced my steps my growing shadow leading the way along the slightly slippery tarmac. Long shadows, the ones that let me pretend for a while that I am taller than I really am, strangely make me feel happier. Growing up in Delhi, where the sun stayed high in the sky and set quickly, as if it were afraid of lingering shadows, I never had time to study my long shadows. But then as a child... I had no reason to dwell on dark things. It dawned on me during my walk that I preferred the walk back home. This could have been for many reasons, but mostly it was because with the sun behind me, I could now keep an eye on my shadow. Like I strive to do in life, always staying aware of where the dark places are, reassured that if I can see the shadows, then there is sure to be light behind me, like an intangible, warm pillar of support. When I arrived home, a text message was waiting for me. It was from a cousin who lives on the other side of the globe and whom I have not met since I was eight. I just heard the news, the message read. How are things in Sweden? I could tell from the short message that my cousin was worried. Worried about the Covid crisis. I began to wonder how Sweden was being portrayed in the international media. Just that day, I had difficulty picturing my own existence as a crisis. I quickly checked the weekly report from my employer and it assured me that the number of Covid cases at the hospital were steady, the escalation plans would wait and I could continue to enjoy my midweek day off without interruption. Things are fine here in Sweden, I replied to my kind cousin and then added a few reassuring details from my daily routine. You are listening to Tuko's Story with me, Janaki Brolin. And this late in the year, I have been having difficulty finding inspiration for this episode. But it came that day, during my winter walk. At any one time, the Tukul an open-sided, round African hut can let in light only from one direction. And every story, too, can have many sides. And whether we choose to see the shadows or not depends upon which direction we choose to look out from. Working on this podcast over the last few months has helped me expand my own perspective on the world around me. In the last episode, I introduced to you the Sierra Leonean blogger 
Ishmael Cargo. In the following part of this episode, Ishmael describes to us his experience of seeing his own country from the outside. Founder of the movement, the other Sierra Leone. Here is Ishmael Cargo. Today, I'll be talking about my project, The Outer Sierra Leone, in my second collaboration with Dr. Yana Kibroling. With this project, I'll be sharing alternative stories of our nation's national identity with the aim of attracting and making her an alternative tourist destination. As a Sierra Leonean, let me tell you about my country. We live in a world where the proliferation of information and communication technologies has made it possible for people all over the world to interact instantaneously. It is cheap, effective, and powerful. Whether it is about personal or national identities, the need for projection of such is part of the incentive that drives us to intensively engage on social media and other communication platforms. It is not uncommon that while we seek to inform our followers about ourselves and what we do on a daily basis, we consciously or unconsciously want to communicate certain images of ourselves, our environment, and very possibly core images of our national identity. Living in an era of what has been described by Harvard professor Samuel P. Huntington, the clash of civilizations, the need to promote convincing core self values and national identities has never been so urgent. As a people or a nation, you need to either stand out in a positive way or be forgotten, and being left out has profound economic implications beyond one's imagination. As I said in our first joint episode, I became a refugee in Sweden at the same time when the internationally acclaimed journalist Surya Samura's Cry Freetown, a chilling tale of his first-hand experience of the brutal nature of the civil war, which was captured in a documentary, had received global media attention. In a refugee camp where people knew very little about my country of origin, it was a daunting task to sway their perception of Sierra Leone to something much positive. After a Swedish TV had featured the documentary, I needed to be part of the growing number of people the world over who constantly try to sell alternative stories to what is normally portrayed by Western media. I have always wanted to claim ownership of my home country's story to tell it with pride, imbued by a feeling of patriotism and with all the variations there are. In the backdrop of growing marketization of tourist destinations and a simultaneous rise in global competition between nations, no country can afford to remain unseen. No nation wants to be perceived as unattractive. Like many other countries in Africa, Sierra Leone has come of age. Sierra Leone, as I feel in earnest, should embark on a long-term image repair as a means of strengthening its position in the world and as a factor of economic and social development. The other Sierra Leone imperative is therefore a national urgency that will align any aspiration at rebranding. Sierra Leone's brand image was left to the mercy of the international media 
with limited insight into the innermost characteristics of the country. It is therefore not surprising that the scanty and negative portrayal of Sierra Leone in international media, with unfavorable images of war, poverty, has resulted in negative perception of a country so in need of rebranding itself. The image and perception of the country had been left to drift away for a very long time. The concept of the other Sierra Leone is therefore based on illuminating core elements of the country's national identity, its true essence and soul, which are representative of the nation and its people. It is about sharing the true nature of what I call Sierra Leoneus. Core features of our national identity have never been fully promoted, and for a successful promotion and positioning of Sierra Leone in a highly competitive market place to take place, we have to move beyond our dependence on an inaccurate portrayal of the country's brand image. Neither is the unstructured projection of the country by visiting individuals or its citizens can deliver the true essence of our national identity. With its rich cultural heritage, the Art Australian Project incorporates many elements and expressions of our people and the touristic potential of the country. Though considered the most intangible natural endowment, a successful promotion of our culture will be the most distinguishing element of our country's identity. The project focuses on three of our national competencies, which are as follows. Cultural heritage, people, tourism, each of these dimensions of our national identity is of critical importance when considering image formation and positioning. This is not to say that our national identity is based on only three dimensions. Rather, it is a strategic selection of the most appealing elements when it comes to capturing interests and communications. The change in dynamics in international security situation provides an added incentive for our nation's brand image promotion. The other Sierra Leone is the unexploited soul of our nation. For this project, we have already identified a target audience, though it's not limited to audiences in this geographical region. Naturally, Nordic citizens, citizens of Sweden, Denmark, Finland, Norway, and Iceland are among the most adventurous Europeans. And the latest story trend suggests that they cherish cultural and eco-related trips in the exotic. And Sierra Leone is just that perfect tourist destination that will give you an authentic African experience where culture, the people, and heritage represent the beauty of an almost forgotten paradise. In our next episode, we will reveal to you how you can be part of our project and experience something unique. Thank you for listening.